Wolfpack Nation. Welcome again to another episode of Tuffy Talk. Thank you all so much again for tuning in here. We got an interesting episode, you know, kind of a you change change up the pace here episode a little bit here, as I like to call it. So uh, basically today, we're not necessarily going to be t- discussing a certain topic necessarily per se, uh, but we're basically going to today just kind of talk about our background as a state fan, kind of what, what made us a state fan, you know, what are some of our favorite um, state fans from way past history that kind of helped uh, develop, uh, you know, grow our fandom for NC State. And also, we actually have a couple of uh, stories here directly from uh, um, fans or followers as well that uh, we want to actually put out here as well. So, but a couple things first before we get into that. So make sure, first of all, if you haven't done it already, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. Again, it's free to do, and it really helps support us. And also, too, it actually makes sure that you don't miss out on any of our new content. So if you haven't done it yet, it just means you don't like me. I, I, why don't you like me? Hit the subscribe button, please. So, <laughs> so, but no, definitely make sure to do that. And also, second of all, make sure to again hit that like button, uh, so that way more stay fans, uh, per the YouTube algorithm will be able to see this. And then also to make sure to give us a follow at Tuffy Talk Now on Twitter or Instagram. But again, we're, we're joined here today by Michael Tracy, myself, Layton Smith, and then the man, the myth, the legend, Greg, the broken leg Haas. So, uh, uh, I uh, hope y'all are doing well today. And again, we'll have some fun here today, but, so first of all, kind of jumping into it. So I guess first of all, we'll kind of start off by kind of talking about. So I'll kind of hand it off to to you, Michael, first, and then Greg, and then myself. Uh, kind of talking about, um, you know, kind of what what made you a state fan. You know, and and, and uh, by the way, I will take that you were born a state fan as a legitimate response. But if there's anything to do to grow off of that, then great. And we'll just kind of start there. So Michael, I hand it off yeah, to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I was like you said, I was born a state fan. My dad, um. Went to NC State. He graduated in 1983. That was his senior year. So that was a pretty mm-hmm. good year for him. <laughs> um, and like yeah. I said, it's just like I don't like I don't really have one specific memory of becoming a state fan because that's just all I know. Um, I mean, yeah, I've got like I guess some of the earliest memories. I really don't remember. So I was um, 26 now. I was born in 95. So I really, I don't really remember Philip Rivers watching him. Like the first quarterbacks I remember watching was like Jay Davis and Marcus Stone, which is not great, but <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> tough to tough yeah. to follow Rivers. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I, and I've always just pretty much like I said, it's been my whole life. I mean, I, I and. Out of all my my sports fandoms, NC State is definitely number one over any you know NFL or MLB team. Yep, fair enough. Greg, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you pass it on, my man. I, I know I know your your red and white runs deep, so so I'm sure I'm sure you got you got you got you got some stories to add off of it. Yeah, so I mean, much like Michael, you know. Um, um, my dad's from from this area. He was born in Apex when it was uh, yeah. a country mile out there. Um, he was at mm-hmm. a little clinic. He was born out there. So um, same thing. Um, he uh, he he told me that we're a Wolfpack family, and uh, you know, if not, you can sleep <laughs> out in the dog's dog house. And uh, we went from there. But my, I mean, I have some early memories. I'm a I'm a little older than Michael. In fact, I graduated from high school the year he was born. So. Um, so my, my, my memories go a little bit further back, but, uh, I mean, I definitely yeah. remember sitting on the grass hill yeah. back when it was a hill before they closed it in. Um, I mean, sitting at, like we were talking about before we started here, sitting in Reynolds when it was old school Reynolds, um, mm-hmm. going to the peach bowls, 
um, in like 92, 93, I think it was. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, it runs deep for me, but, um, yeah, that's just where I started from. So I've, I've loved yeah. every minute of it and I love the ride. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. Michael, I think, you know, I, I, I love, I love my pro team, yeah. but not as much as my NC state. So I'm all in for sure. For sure. Yeah, the only pro team I really love is whatever pro team my fantasy football players are. <laughs> yeah, there you on. go. <laughs> and whichever ones NC State, whichever ones NC State players are on as well. Absolutely, um, it, it's always a funny. Fun, right. Well, it's always a funny question when people ask you know. So, what team do you cheer for? It's like, well, I cheer for the Panthers because they're the local team. I cheer for they were the Redskins, but now they're the football team. And coming yeah, up, they're going to be releasing the logo. Uh, but I'm, I cheer for them because my parents have been diehard Washington fans since they were young. Yeah. Um, but then they're I also cheer for – yeah. So, But then I also cheer for, you know, the Chiefs because Tooney's there. I cheer for Patriots because, you know, Myers is there. So it's like the list can go on yeah. and on. Uh, so basically I can almost cheer for almost every team <laughs> except for the Cowboys. I would never cheer for the Cowboys. Uh, so anyway, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I mean really – this, I mean, for me, yeah, I mean, it's it's my my whole family at one point or another has worked for NC State Athletics. Uh, both of my parents worked uh, for maintenance at NC State one time. Uh, my uncle actually retired from NC State. Um, he uh, used to run Reynolds, and then he actually moved to Murphy Center uh, his last couple of years, and he was actually uh, the driver of what was called the Big Bad Wolf <laughs> truck, uh, which is the equipment truck during the time. And the reason why it was called that was uh, back in the day, uh, probably early 2000s, um, there was basically the, the truck itself had a ginormous wolf, like set of wolf eyes on the, on the front mm-hmm. of the truck, which were, which were pretty, you know, scary. I mean, because I mean, for, for me at the time, I was, you know, probably eight, nine, 10 years old when I first saw a truck. And I still remember to say that we actually lived in a, on a, on a cul-de-sac and, uh, he would actually drive the, the truck down just to, you know, be like, Hey, check it out, you know, and, uh, and, uh, it was, it was crazy. This first of all, see this huge, you know, big wheeler truck you know just sitting in your in in your in your in your cul-de-sac but um uh yeah and then i had another uncle who who uh, retired from nc state as well um and then i actually have another one who still works for nc state uh he actually does facilities at carter finley and uh one actually funny story which i'll tell you from my family's past is so uh uh so my dad actually um it was this was still when it was in reynolds if i'm not mistaken and he uh uh, had a a ladder um, on a trophy case because uh, he was uh, he was uh, uh, cleaning the trophy trophy cases if I'm not mistaken, and uh, this, this was during the State Carolina game, and uh, so back when you know radio was a big thing, and uh, so and then he was cleaning because it was it wasn't like a like a like a triangle ladder it was like a yeah. leaning up against ladder, and so he so he was up there he was cleaning whatever and then all, and while well, a couple of days before that they. Uh, they clean the floors or they, they, they buff the floors, you know, whatever it is. And so literally all of a sudden the, the ladder just went out from under him and he just grabbed, he held onto the ladder like this and just went, bah. and, and apparently the loud, the noise was so loud that on the radio, that radio guy all, all of a sudden said, huh, there was a loud bang. There must've been, you know, some, oh, some kind no. of accident here. Reynolds Coliseum. Well, so my oh, mom, no. she, she was at home. And so she heard this on the radio and she freaked out. And, and, and cause I mean, she was like, well, that can only be a couple of things, and you know, there's a good chance it's my father was a part of it. So, 
she went over to him and yeah, he broke both of his wrists. He you know broke you know some mm. some some of his fingers, all that jazz. And uh, so so that was kind of a funny story, just because it wasn't necessarily just. I mean, like it was on NC State radio during yeah, really. the State Carolina game that that he fell. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, and I mean, so I, I and I'm actually the first uh, you know. A person from my family to to go to uh to a division one school um so uh um yeah so i mean it, it, but it's funny though because i actually got originally actually declined from nc state uh so which you know kind of hurt a little bit you know first you know but again i still loved them so i went to unc charlotte for a year and then transferred nice. back in but you know while i was at unc charlotte i still wore yeah. stuff every single day even though i went to unc charlotte so i was that guy <laughs> walking around walking around charlotte um so uh but here so since we kind of all shared ours, I wanted to kind of uh, share, first of all, this one from a follower, which I thought was amazing. It's, it's, it's a little little bit lengthy here, but it's a great story. Um, so so it's from David Ayers, uh, who actually is the one I actually recommended yeah. an episode like this. But he said, um, so I grew up in Charlottesville, about 20 or 30 minutes from UVA's campus. My uncle was an NC State alum. He played football at Notre Dame High School in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He was recruited to play at State for a tight end position. He opted not to, and he graduated from the School of Architecture. Every Christmas, my mother would drive us down to his loft in downtown Raleigh on West Martin Street, what is now across from Crank Arm. Uh, over the years, we would come, we would come down, and we, he would drive me and my brother around around Raleigh to show us his projects. And many times, while in Raleigh, we would go to football games to Carter Finley. He uh, was head partner of Clearscape's architecture firm. After I graduated from Liberty, we moved to Durham and moved uh, our lives to North Carolina. In 2019, my uncle Steve passed away from cancer. Um, I can, uh, um, but if it wasn't for him, I would never be an NC State fan. To me, it's a connection to him. Some of the projects he designed include Marbles Convention Center and Union Station. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's a connection to him. So when I see all the positivity, it's 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 uh, it's a, it reminds me of uh, of uh, my uncle and and uh, always keep cool. close to him. So awesome. I know. So I was like, dang, see that, that, that's, that goes yeah, way beyond just, you know, you were born into it, you know, exactly. that, that's way, it goes way past that. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, um, so give it to me. So, so, so Michael, do you remember, so here, let me ask you this. So do you remember the first time you saw Mr. And Mrs. Wolf? Do you remember that, that moment? Like, do you remember um, like a moment? Like to you, I mean, not a specific one, but I remember, you know, being little and taking pictures with them at football or basketball games or like the fair or something. I was not, I don't think, I don't think so. I'd have to ask my parents, but I don't, I don't think I was ever one that was like scared of mascots. I think I was, it was pretty brave. Yeah. Greg, you? Yeah. Well, I remember Mr. and Mrs. Wolf in previous (laughs) versions, like not what it looked like Not Mrs. Wolf. That's right. That's right. Right. (laughs) Miss Wolf. That's right. That's right. That's a good, that's a good correction. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I remember, I remember, remember them in their previous incarnations. Um, And then with the demon deacon uh, marrying them and all of that stuff. So like all the story and history, but um, yeah. um, Yeah. I I definitely remember um, you, you get a lot more access now than you used to back in the day. Um, really, so they, they get up, they, you know, they get up in the stands better and, you know, and they, you know, back in the day, they used to just pretty much stay on the field and, uh, you know, but like the basketball games, you know, especially I, we were at the women's game the other night and they're very accessible at yeah. the women's game. So, um, mm-hmm. and the men's game, the men's game, if you're in the lower level, they're, they're semi accessible, but, uh, 
Yeah, not like they were back in the day. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dress-Up Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered, with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. Yeah. Well, here's one little tip as well that actually I wanted to throw out there, which I remember from uh, when I was at state that I was uh, classmates with one of the Miss, Miss Wolves. And uh, she actually gave me this little tip that one of the, that if, if I'm not mistaken, and I'll ask Nancy State cheerleading to correct me on this, but basically there are different Miss Wolf heads. <laughs> and so each one, each Miss Wolf has her own. And the difference is the bow. The oh. bow is a little different for each of them. Mm. And so that way you can tell who's in there uh, based on, what the bow looks like. That's like interesting. That's yeah. interesting. That's, that's, you know, that's a good idea. That's a cool little, we, cool we, little we, point. We had little a, touch there. Yeah. We have a family friend. She was Mrs. Miss Wolf. Excuse me. I'll get it right. Um, I know. Uh, she used to wear a piece of jewelry. And so that's how we knew if it was her. Um, that that might be what it is too. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, I, uh, I remember it's like a little thing that like state yeah. fans probably wouldn't even know, but the, it, yeah. it, it, it helps. So that's, that's a yep. good point. Um, yep. Yeah. And, and the reason why I say that is I remember, uh, going to a basketball game, uh, with my, with my mom, uh, just my mom. And we were, uh, walking up the section, uh, and, and about to walk out. And, uh, we turned the corner and all of a sudden there's Mr. Wolf and his protege or, you know, people around him. <laughs> and I see Mr. Wolf. And again, I was probably seven years old, probably at the time six, seven years old. I saw him absolutely lost my crap. Just like, just, ah. <laughs> Like oh my gosh, and like was like ran to her arms, and, and so it, it basically was so bad that my mom actually like like, like was like dipping out, going, "Can you go away, please?" Like you know, and and so luckily enough they did, and and so I could calm down. But that, yeah, that was that unfortunately was was my not so great first moment meeting Mr. Wolf. Um, so uh, but you know I was the guy too. Like even like when we went to like the the circus and stuff like that, I was scared to death of. Of the clowns and stuff like well, that too. I don't clowns know are a whole di- clowns are a whole different story. Yeah, yeah that's, that's clowns thing. are creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. A, a, a few years ago, we had Mister and Miss Wolf at our tailgate, and Mister Wolf was flipping burgers <laughs> on my grill, so that was pretty cool. His handlers, his handlers didn't like it. Uh, they're like, get away from the burgers, catch fire! So fire. they were like, get 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 back, get back. Yeah, yeah. But they were out there flipping, wow. flipping stuff on my grill. It was pretty. So I got some cool that's pictures funny. of that. So that was really cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, and because another story to that as well. So my wife, uh, you know, for those who don't know, we actually so we had a pretty NC State themed wedding, and basically what what so we actually had the rehearsal dinner on the first floor of uh, of uh, Vaughn oh, Towers. Nice. Uh, so literally, we rented out oh, the nice. first floor of Vaughn Towers and had our rehearsal dinner in there. Um, we had Howlin' Cow ice cream uh, at our um, at our rehearsal dinner. Uh, we actually had it, so my uncle actually hooked us up, and he actually had on the on the scoreboard. It was uh, it had like you know Ashlyn Layton on there. Um, so that was cool. Uh, which also to a little tidbit as well, because we learned this afterwards, is that if you get Howlin' Cow ice cream for an event, 
you cannot take what? it home. I learned that. We learned that Why? the hard way. We we got you know like two big tubs of ice cream, expecting that you know oh if you don't finish it we'll take it home. We'll you know separate it out. We'll each have some. Did you, nope, you pay for it? You, know, you can't take it home so, with you. So so that's not that's, that's not entirely true. So is it great? Actually had, Tell me. We actually we actually had Howling Cow at our wedding. We actually had a ah. Howling Cow ice cream Sunday bar. Um, See, we yeah, that's what we it, did. Mm-hmm. We bought it from the creamery, and so we were our wedding was off site out in Creedmoor. And so mm-hmm. um, we, we bought uh, three three gallon tubs of ice cream for, for our wedding. So okay. uh, maybe if you ha- maybe if you have the event <laughs> on school property, maybe it's a little different. But that's probably what it, it is. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. And I don't know because and we and we just got married this year, so maybe you, when it, I don't know, maybe they've changed the rules since, or I, I don't know. Well, because it was actually done by um, NC State, uh, what whatever the the catering company oh, is, for NC State. Yeah. Gotcha. That's who did it. So, so that's probably yeah. why. That's true. That's yeah. probably why because it was yeah. done by NC State Catering. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that that's a good point. But then also too, so we did our first uh, reveal um, in front of the hall, right right beside um, the president's hall, right beside the uh, um, the yeah. bell tower. Um, so so, and we actually stayed at the loft facing the, nice. the bell tower. So literally, you can open up your that's windows, awesome. and there's the bell tower. Uh, with uh, at the time they were doing the construction yeah. all in, so with all the fences around it, it was so beautiful. <laughs> seeing all the orange cones and dirt around, dirt dirt around, uh, yeah, and the orange <laughs> cones around the bell tower. Um, but uh, yeah, so we had a pretty interesting theme. So anyway, basically, what I'm getting at is like I always joke saying, "Oh my gosh, we should totally get Mister Mrs. Wolf to show up, Mrs. Wolf." Again, it's always tough because they're married, so <laughs> it's always know. you know natural to say Mrs. Wolf, but yeah. but no, it would trust me. I think it was it was either Debbie Yao or somebody else was kind of correcting me on why it's still Miss Wolf. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I was like, we should totally have them come to our wedding, and my wife was always like, no way, like you know, I'm not going to have like this whole NC State themed wedding, like we're not going <laughs> to do that. Well, it was I think like a couple months later, and we saw um, on social media. That that there was a wedding that had Miss Mister Mr. and Miss Wolf there, and she was like, "Oh, that's so cute, man! I would have loved pictures." I'm like, "I told you, <laughs> told we, you!" Like you know, we totally could have made uh, that happen it, easily. We we tried we tried to do it, but COVID yeah. wouldn't let us. So we, oh. we were gonna we were gonna do it, um, but I do have a good a good uh, story about our wedding with NC State. So go for it. We did the howling we did the howling cow Sunday bar. Um, cause we're not big cake, cake people, but we did a little, a little cake just yes. for the ceremony, just to show the pictures and cutting it. But, uh, mm-hmm. on the top, I had, uh, I have a, a the, the topper was me watching an NC state football game on TV. And okay. I, I had a couple of my favorite hard ciders. Like the lady made like little cans of hard cider on my cake and she mm-hmm. did like bags of Doritos. And then you can see like claw marks <laughs> on the cake with my wife pulling me away from the TV. <laughs> but on the TV, but on the TV was Donovan Knight scoring a touchdown against UVA nice. from last year. Like she put a oh, graphic, she put a graphic. So, so I tweeted it out and I said like, "Hey, Donovan, thanks for making a special guest appearance at our wedding." And he was like, "Hey, man, glad I could be there for you." Like he like retweeted it out and responded. And then ESPN, oh, awesome. uh, yeah, ESPN reached out and said they wanted to use the photo for some kind of promotion cool. and stuff. So um, that was pretty cool. So yeah, that was our little touch of NC State. We had some NC State cornhole and tailgate games out in the yard and um so we just did a little bit of uh nc state not as much as you Layton, but we we definitely had to have it a part of our wedding since it is such a big part of our lives absolutely and, and and so so michael so let me let me try and get you into this so did you ever go to any nc state 
sports camps growing up as well or, or any kind of NC State yeah, camps growing up? Um, I did. It wasn't until high school, actually. I think I went and when I, I played football um, at Cardinal Gibbons High School right across the street from Carter Finley. And uh, yeah, champion. first, first time. Chance. This is their third year in a row. They made it, and first time they won. But um, yeah, same <laughs> same coach when I was there, so I was happy for him. But yeah, I I, wow. I played left tackle actually, um, and I went to a, I went to just the NC State football camp, and I was not even I was way outmatched. Like the some of those guys that go there, they're huge, yeah. and, I, and and like. I, I started yeah. in high school and I was all conference, but like some of those guys there were just huge. Like I, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Was that, was that Tom O'Brien um, or Dave Dorn? That would have been, let's see. That would probably have been the it end would, of O'Brien. Yeah. If I would guess. 2010, it, it, it was probably 2013. 2010. I was saying 20, 2010 was my freshman year, but I didn't okay. go, I think, bet- before my senior year in high school. So it would have been the summer of 2013. Well, yeah. So that would have been Doran. It would have been, been yeah. Doran. I've yeah. been Doran. Yeah. Early Doran. Um, that was the only one yeah. I went to when I was at NC State. Um, I did work kind of as a kind of as a manager during the summer. I wasn't a man- like a full time manager mm-hmm. for the basketball team during the whole season, but over the summer I would help out. And I did, I did two, two of Mark Godfrey camps and, and then one of Keats's first year, his camp. So I worked there just kind of, um, you know, if they needed me to coach some of the little kids, I had a team one year, the other two years I didn't have a team, but one year I had a team of like seven and eight year olds. That was fun. Um, and then the other two years, it was pretty much just kind of doing whatever they needed uh, I had to ref a couple games that sucked because um, you got parents of kids at camps yelling at you. I'm like, I am not a referee. I just got thrown into this. Um, but yeah, yep. kind of just helping out with those camps, doing whatever, um, running back and forth between the Dale Center yep. and um, the gym. So makes sense. Any for you? Any for you, Greg? No, I mean, I've, I lived out of the area, so I've, I've lived in Virginia most of my life. So, um, gotcha. you know, now it's kind of cool because you can follow it on social media. Like like some of our family friends or Facebook friends, you can see their kids going to the camp. So it's pretty cool. But no, nah, yeah. nothing, nothing for me, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. For me, though, you know, so I've been to a couple. First of all, I remember my first camp I ever went to was actually the soccer camp, which uh, I can't remember. It was a long time NC State men's soccer coach. Um but he mm-hmm. was so so again this was probably late 1990s um when i went there and uh i just remember he was always so funny uh, cuz uh um uh, i mean he he was real with us and i mean it still is 100% true in soccer he always you know he basically uh, the one lesson i always remember is basically once you catch the ball <laughs> kick the ball like he was like he, he he would always basically say like you know don't hold on to the ball kick the ball, like, you know, like pass it to somebody else, shoot it, something, kick it. And, uh, um, but then also too, I, I went, uh, but then after that, I went switched to Pop Warner football. And so I actually went to Chuck Amato's camp, uh, like in 2001, 2002, something like that. And that was cool. Um, and cause at the time we were sponsored by Gatorade, if I'm not mistaken as well. So I still remember the little Gatorade, uh, 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 the Gatorade mm-hmm. bottles and all that jazz. And then, um, and then same thing with Michael's I actually went to, uh, uh, 
O'Brien's camp in 2011. And because uh, I was actually playing uh, defensive end at, for my high school at Panther Creek. I went against Cardinal yeah. Gibbons this year, actually. And uh, so the one thing which I remember about it is that I feel like there's two different reasons that people go to uh, college football college football camps. One is to get recruited. Uh, that's I yeah. think that's mo- why most of them go there. Second is just I'm just trying to learn, you know, how right. to play football a little bit better. And so, like, you get there and you like like whether you're there to be recruited or not, you do all of the stuff. Whether it's you know like the you know the the reach, the you know the the jumping, the you know the forty yard dash, the shuttle, all that jazz. And it's like, hey, listen. You know, this is great. And I'll, trust me, I know they're not going to be impressive. So you don't really don't have to put me through this here. Um, and uh, so, so again, kind of like Michael, just like you know, you know, you learned a little bit for sure. But you know, obviously, you know, the the biggest thing of those for sure is obviously to you know try and find talent, yeah. which I get. You know, then they hey, it's it's a college. You're trying to take advantage of it. So uh, yeah, yeah. So definitely, uh, um, yeah. it was a good time. And uh, and actually. I can't remember who the the D line coach was at the time, but um, I actually I actually got coached by his son, uh, which is why it's kind of embarrassing. I can't think of his name, but oh, no. um, I remember he went to the Montreal Alouettes. I think is what the team is the the professional team Montreal. Actually, after the D line coach left uh, uh, NC State, he actually went to Montreal and coached there. But anyway, so uh, so yeah, that was kind of my experience. But you know, again, it was a good time, and hey, definitely learned, and you know, it was definitely cool to you know kind of feel you know. Like, you know, kind of the experience of being an in-state football player, but that's as far as it went. So, uh, so anyway, so, so, but unfortunately we're gonna have to stop it there for the time being, but again, we'll, we'll pick this up here in part two. We'll, uh, talk a little bit of, uh, you know, in-state background history here. And actually I'll kind of share a couple of my fun stories from my time as being a football in-state equipment manager. So make sure to tune in with us and, uh, uh, you know, make sure again, hit that subscribe button and, uh, uh give us a follow Tuffy Duck down give this video a like, and, uh, we'll see you back here for part two. And as always, go pack y'all.